driving directions on your phone? Oh no! That's not fun! Navigate hands-free with Apple CarPlay. For decades, Small Engine Cams has been serving it up hot to many bike enthusiasts in SoCal and beyond. Guys like me and you. How do you do it, year after year? Find out on the next Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast where we feature Tim Iski Iskadarian. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 4 of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This podcast is presented by our friends from Pioneer Car Electronics. And we remind you, don't break up with your car, upgrade it with Pioneer Car Audio. We'd also like to give a shout out to our friends over at Studs Racing. Studs Racing, your one-stop shop for high performance. Guys out of Detroit, uh, big sponsors of the event. Good friends of ours, hope to see these guys soon at the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Uh, for those of you who... Maybe have been living under a rock. We've uh, done our best to make everybody aware of the fact that the 10th annual Joe's Mini Bike Reunion will take place again at CV Park in La Crescenta, California. I'm uh, pretty excited. We've had some good progress of late. You know, I've been working on a new website, and the website has been uh, a labor of love. For those of you who may have had an experience trying to put together one, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I've been working with uh, my good friends over at SNDS Distribution, my buddy Robert. And we've been putting together uh, the best possible site that we can. It'll be easy to navigate. It will allow you to not only pre-register for Joe's Mini Bike Re Reunion, but it'll also give you an opportunity to take it, not only uh, look at the classes that we've developed. Uh, I believe we have over 20 classes and awards this year, uh, some new ones as well. Uh, but we'll also have uh, a list of some of the rules and guidelines for those of you who may be newbies and uh, need more information about the show than maybe uh, some of the folks that have uh, been there uh, need. So all the information will be up. Uh, people have been asking whether they can uh, register for the event. We're almost there. Uh, I'm hopeful that the website will be up and taking uh, registrations as early as this first week of May. So thank you for the patience. Thanks for hanging in there. 
Uh, I've been uh, working on the website as well as the event. I was on the phone with the folks from LA Parks and uh, Reservations and you know, uh, I may have mentioned this before, it, it, it's all new again. So all the relationships and all the applications and all the info that they had on file, we go through this uh, once again. So uh, that takes a little bit more time. Uh, it's not as plug and play as it was in the years past where we could just renew our, uh, our agreement and put the event together. So we're still going through almost the same process that we did when we first put the event on. Uh, I'm a little bit more patient and a little bit more reserved now, so I don't get too, too excited about these things. Uh, the date is October the 8th. Uh, the alternate date is that following Saturday, which would be the 15th. And I'm hopeful that it will be the 8th, and I'm hopeful that I'm going to be seeing all of you here. I'd also like to give uh, some recognition to our friends at GTS Hobbies. Uh, GTS Hobbies and Rafa uh, will be providing a big tire rolling frame that's going to be given away to one lucky participant. Who knows, maybe it'll be you. Uh, we're also talking to our friends over at Fast Lane Racing, and we're going to craft uh, a nice new Predator engine that will go along with that rolling chassis. Uh, we won't install the engine on the rolling frame from GTS. We'll let you do that. Uh, those are just two examples of some of the many, many, many prizes that we give away at the event. Uh, we do our best to not only share the love with all of our participants, and so those are the folks that pay to bring their bikes, but there's also um, plenty of uh, free uh, opportunities and gifts that we hand out to spectators. You know, we don't charge spectators to come to the event, and uh, we've never done that. We never will do that. And not only do we love having the spectators there, but as a part of the judging, we open it up to the spectators so that my job is to get with the appropriate judges. They bring me the top three bikes in each class, and then we showcase those three bikes in front of everybody that's there in attendance. And by the sound of your applause, that's how we find the winner. It's kind of easy. Uh, we've had that uh, formula that we've used in different car shows that I've been a part of in the past. Uh, I've had some comments. Some folks uh, had mentioned that uh, they didn't think that uh, someone should win twice. But, you know, when you have all these different categories, at some point, there's, I believe, 12 individual class winners when we put all those class winners up in front of everyone and we, we come up with ultimately the most popular, that People's Choice Award, I dig that. So, yeah, you're going to get two trophies at our show if you're lucky enough to do that. Uh, outside of that, I haven't been doing a lot of writing, although there has been a lot of writing going on. And we're going to be getting into that in a little bit more detail with our first guest, Tim Iski Iskadarian. Uh, Tim is, um, you know, when, when I'm out in these rides, I really get to see things that you know, are much clearer than when you're just, I don't know, looking at social media. Uh, most recently, I had taken a ride to Santa Monica Pier, which by now many of you are pretty clear and aware of. And I got to, I got to see how, how Tim is received in this community. And I get a smile on my face. So why don't we just jump into it and welcome the newest member of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. In fact, he's uh, the only one that's going to be inducted into the class of 2022. He'll be joined by Jake Moe and Rafa Ramirez, who uh, unfortunately due to COVID, we didn't have the event in 2020. And for 2021, our class of Hall of Famers, it's Bing Flores from Honda Gram Lifestyle, as well as Daryl Smith from Big Daddy Motorsports. We'll be celebrating all four, now five, Hall of Famers at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, and that's another reason why you should be there. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Tim. <laughs> How Thank was the drive up me. here, man? 
little adventure getting here. <laughs> there was a bunch of detours, and I started to wonder if it was leading me to the right place, but... Uh, <laughs> you made it? You made it. What did you roll up in? Uh, my uh, Toyota Sienna. Okay, cool. So, for those of you who are familiar with the SoCal scene, try to get anywhere. Like, when you... What time did you leave your place? 3.30? Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was trying to get out of there at 3, but, you know, there's... <laughs> It was 3.30 when I left. I figured it's, that'd give me a 30-minute margin. It'd be about 10-minute margin by the time I got here. <laughs> it's a task. I, that's what I'm getting at. And like a guy like Tim, uh, you know, he closed his shop down a little bit early. He made uh, a lot of efforts to get out here. So, Tim, we appreciate that. You oh, know that. Thank you for having me, Joe. Good, good. So, Tim, we were, um, you and I were chatting uh, when we were out in the last ride. And I was beginning the podcast by saying that I really clearly got to see how much respect and love you get from uh, the mini bike guys that come on the ride. And, you know, I'm seeing it now um, with the Hall of Fame. You know, the way we try to put together the Hall of Fame induction is just to recognize those folks that obviously are, are really touching our, our culture and our mini bike hobby. And, and, and you do that. So uh, how does it make you feel when you're out there and all these guys are just knuckling up and oh, I, hugging it out and, and thanking you and you know there I, um, I watch you it's almost as if you're holding court there it's got to be a pretty good feeling oh, knowing well knowing you that. know uh i'd be nothing without my customers you know i love all those guys uh it's, it's great when you you know on these ride outs i you know i'm 48 now so i i'm not uh i don't want to do 100 on a mini bike like some of these jockeys you know but um I, I like going out to the races, hanging out with the guys, but uh, I really enjoy those ride outs. They're, it's just great, you know, uh, most of the time anyway. When uh, Sure, when things go right? When things go right, yeah. There's been a few little uh, times where it didn't go too well, but, you know, most of the time the ride outs are great. You yeah, know? you know, we, um, we'll we get into that. Uh, I think more pointedly, the recent ride up to Neptune Net that got all the attention on KABC and all the newspapers, but you and I took that ride to the pier. Yeah, um, and it was great. Yeah, um, I also had spotted you on one of our Friday night rides when oh, we were yeah. getting tacos. And uh, in fact, I just passed by that uh, taco <laughs> spot on the way up here. I go, oh yeah, that's where we ran into Joe. Yeah. Did you tell him we'll see him on Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. Yeah. Well, there, there's, uh, there, there's no denying that. To your point, as we get a little bit older, our view not only on mini bikes but a lot of things change. Uh, and yeah, maybe. Uh, our bikes are capable of going fast, but yeah, I I had a pretty stout little bike, and I'm probably still the 20th fastest bike out there. If that, you know, every bike seems yeah. to be ready to go there. And I think therein lies just the difference of uh, your take on things. You know, we, um, we 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 recognize the fact that young guys, whether they're into wearing helmets or not, whether they're into wearing gloves or shoes, or whether they want to go 90 miles an hour or 40, all that stuff ultimately uh, is decided on in between the ears of every individual rider. Yeah, that's right, yeah. What do you say uh, to some of the guys, especially when they're your customers and, you know, they've been hanging out and then you see them out and about and they're maybe acting the fool or maybe they they don't have that helmet on. Uh, it, it's kind of awkward to go up to them oh. when it's happening, but do you have a message for those guys that maybe uh, you think is, is worth saying? You know, I a lot of times I'll see new customers come in and, Okay, wear a helmet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I try to try to tell them. Some of the guys, uh, it's a little intimidating to try to tell them because you know, I don't know. But 
I, I try to encourage people to wear a helmet. That's the basic, you know, that's the basic, uh, that's your sem sen what are you, your CPU of your body right up here, right? You got to protect that brain, and, and uh, that's at the minimum. You can get scratched up and banged up everywhere else, but your brain, that's, uh, ew, that's yeah. different, you know? So I try to tell these, especially the young guys, best I can, and there's always going to be guys that, uh, well, I've had people tell me, just like you feel more confident with that helmet on, I feel more confident without it. And I'm like, wow. All the pros wear them, though. I try to tell these guys, all the pros, if you watch MotoGP or you watch uh, uh, you watch the uh, NHRA drag racing, you know, the motorcycles that race there, all the pros wear the helmets, you know. Well, and full and, leathers. And, yeah, and full leathers because, because they know that sooner or later, uh, you know, conditions will be just right and you'll go down. I mean... Uh, and I, it, and I, it just takes once. Yeah, too. look, the, I went. Uh, so that right out that we were both on where we were at the at the pier, um, the previous year, last summer, last May, I actually uh, there was a first pull ride out, and uh, I went on that ride out, and uh, I avoided about th three crashes that happened right in front of me that day on the way there. Well, on the way back, I was behind Daryl, Big Daddy. Uh, because we were we were hanging down there at the um, uh, down there by you know, Venice, right? And uh, we all got something to eat. And we we're hanging out. Well, pretty soon the mounted police came on horses and this and that, and it was time to go. So yeah. it was like uh, I told Daryl, I said, "Look, I'm going to follow you because I want a guy that's a little older that's not going to mouth off to the cops. That if anything, you know, if we get pulled over, I want to be with you. You know, so I told him, he goes, yeah, no problem. So I'm following him. We're under the LAX tunnel. And I just found out who it was. So we, we were, I was behind Daryl, and everybody likes to gun it under the tunnel, right? We're making a bunch of noise. Daryl's up there about, I don't know, 100 feet ahead of me or whatever. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I could see somebody pass me up. And... Turns out a guy had dropped his phone and stopped. There was a collision right there. Chain reaction. And one and and, and one of the bikes went right in front of my front tire. And my front tire hit it, bent my fork. I went flying off the bike. I didn't hit my head, but I had my helmet on. But it was one of those things where, you know, could have been a lot two, worse. Right? Banged my knee a little bit, got up, got on my bike and got out of there. But uh Did you think twice when you got home? But you know, it goes to show you you can be you can be real careful, but you know, like I said, this this happened right here. The bike went right in my path and and um, yeah. went down. You know, and I'm a real careful rider because you know. But it still, you can be real careful. But there's lots of things that can happen on these things. So I tell guys, they're worse than motorcycles. There's no suspension. You know, nothing's you know nothing's really beat for, built for the speed that we're going. So you know, have the safety equipment at least. You know. So when I show up, I'm I'm that nerdy guy. I've got a full face helmet. I've got a full Dionese jacket. I've got gloves. I strap on my shin guards. Yeah. I've got boots. Yeah. And I got to tell you, uh, particularly when I rolled up, although I didn't have on, let's see, yeah, I, I, I had sneakers on instead of boots on the last ride. And even that made me feel like I, I cheated myself because, you know, first thing that typically absorbs the fall is your hands, your elbows, your, your, yeah. your feet. And uh, it's hot. I see all these guys with no jackets on, half helmet, no gloves, yeah. flying up and down. It's like, ah, oh, it'd be nice to take off the jacket, but I, I don't now. And it took me a long time to just put my priorities together to realize that 
the fun didn't leap forward to my safety. And this show is not about that as much, but because you and I are a little bit older and we've enjoyed that time where we were able to act the fool and we, yeah. we survived and now we're here <laughs> and we could look back in the hopes of maybe just maybe affecting one young rider that yeah. may think twice as a result of hearing this. Sure. You're talking about your customers and I was talking also about how well received you were. Uh, it continues on after nine to five. You're still out there talking with the guys. They're still out there on social media, uh, pop-up videos. This isn't like a nine to five for you. This, this, this truly has become your life when you think about uh, it. Mini yeah. bikes, mini bikes, mini bikes, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, my, uh, my sister-in-law approached me, you know, at work and she's like, Hey, you know, you want to have you, uh, step up some responsibility, do some more. So it used to be, they would come at any time of the day. And, uh, so I was like, well, all right. So, but I didn't want to give up the mini bike parts. You know what I mean? I still wanted to do that. So I said, well, maybe I'll still do it for a couple hours a day. And I, first I did it from like uh, four to six. And then I did it from, uh, you know, it used to be like all day whenever they wanted to show up, but I had to condense it down because my responsibilities went up sure. at, at Isky Cam. So, uh, and then I, then I tried this and that. Finally, it went to like five to seven. And I would, every time I would change my hours, I'd be like, I'm sorry, guys, there's so much going on. I, you know, I, I, you know, hope you guys can understand, but you know, they keep coming in and, and I'm like, thank God for these guys, you know, they, especially they, in a they day sit, where everybody wants what they want and they want it yeah, now. And, and I have my website where they can order, but a lot of guys want to come in and, and pick it up themselves. Sure they do. And, uh, you know, and I have low days where it's just crickets, you know, like, where's everybody at? And then the next day, it just, everybody floods in. Sure. And, uh, but I'm like, you know, these guys are supporting this small business, you know, and, uh, even though I'm only open in that little window there, but it's, it's, it's not only, oh, you know, I've learned through the years that business is so much more than just making money. You know what I mean? You get to make money, but you get to meet a lot of people. You get to Help people. Help people provide sure. a product or a service, and and you get out of it, and you get to give something, and and you know it's and it's all the different personalities that come in there, and they start bench racing, and oh, yeah. sometimes they get loud, they they start arguing. <laughs> it's part of the fun, isn't it? It's part of the fun, you know. That's why they, you open up those doors. You think about it. Yeah, know? and it's great. It's great. You know, all the different guys that come in, and it's 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 neat. Yeah, it's really neat. Who are some of the customers that? Um, you know, and it's tough to name names, but are there a few that you just either look forward to seeing or seem to be popping up a little bit more often than the others? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> there's some uh, good memories of, uh, oh, like, I, you know, you know, Ronald Icehouse sure. Racing, so he'd come there, and then if Daryl showed up, oh, and then they'd get arguing. And... <laughs> MDB, have you seen him lately? I've seen him here and there, yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, I run into him. And, and your favorite, uh, uh, Long Beach Sprocket now, I see. Yeah, he's a great guy. Sprocket is, uh, <laughs> like I said, there's so many different personalities. Sprocket's the kind of guy, he's kind of, he'll be on the right out, and sometimes he'll be off to himself a little bit. But then again, uh, he he knows how to do the stunts at just the right times and stuff like that. He's he's a great guy to know. We're talking about Long Beach Sprocket, uh, yeah. a recent guest on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Well, Tim, I um, 
I do appreciate the fact that you do do a great job serving the community, and uh, it's it's obvious to everybody. Uh, for those of you who are going to be uh, checking out this podcast on YouTube or maybe Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page or website, uh, we are giving away a special uh, 224 new Predator engine camshaft. This one's really cool. It's got the JMBR logo, or the, actually the JMBR podcast. Uh, right on the top, it's engraved. Uh this, these camshafts, there's probably tens of thousands of them out there, and they most of them have been purchased by the expert small engine cams, Tim Iskey. Uh, Tim, I wanted to congratulate you as well, again, on being inducted into the Hall of Fame class of 2022. Uh, we're hoping that not only everybody who's listening, but all your friends get to come out and join us oh, on October the 8th so to celebrate that. Uh, I never uh, you know, saw myself being a member of any kind of Hall of Fame, you know, but it's what an honor. Thank you for... You Thanks know, to consider you. Me, I, you know, um, it, I guess it just goes to show if you just stay at something, you know, and long enough, uh, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> what's the old adage? Just keep showing up, right? <laughs> yeah. So, somebody said, uh, in fact, my wife's cousin does medical billing and his partner, Alex, says uh, 80% of it is just showing up. And, and and I heard that a few months ago, and I said, "Wow, that you know that's that's really true. If you just show up. If you just show up, that's that's most of it right there. Put a little effort, you know, and you just show up every day, and and uh, you look back and go, wow, you know, thing, you know, things are going all right. <laughs> They're going all right for sure. That's an understatement. Just you're an understated guy as well, uh, folks. You've been listening to uh, Tim Iskadarian Isky, as he is affectionately known. Uh, check him out at Small Engine Cams. You can find them on Instagram. You can uh, check them out on Facebook. You can Google them. Uh, Tim Iskey, our guest. Season 7, Episode 4, Joe's Mini by Greenion, presented by Pioneer. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you the next time.